0: Usually when I start these episodes, I open with a story from my past that connects to the work that I'm doing this week. If you listened to the last episode, you know that apologizing is not something that I've ever been really comfortable doing. Constructive criticism and feedback has always felt like people were listing off everything wrong with me and just leaving it there. I know that's not the case, but suffice it to say that I've been dreading the work I need to do this week. The work of apologizing is hard, especially when you're doing it with people you really care about. I'm just going to leave it there for now. I'm Kylie Unell, and this is How to Fix a Soul in 30 Days. So this week for Elul, I'm working on my relationship with people and doing so directly over dinner. I thought walking around in a park and talking to God was hard. However, I had no idea what I was getting myself into this week. Let me set the scene. I invited three close friends over and made some good food. I welcomed Sarah, Paris, and Joseph into my apartment. We settled around the table. I fed them. I procrastinated until it physically hurt until I couldn't procrastinate anymore. Finally, I got down to business. I asked them what they observed about me that I should know. I asked what I can work on in the year to come. And terrifyingly, I asked about ways I had hurt them in the past year. We talked apologies and had a long conversation about me. I really think that the only thing to do is just bring you into it. So here we go. Okay. <laughs> I told you. Guys, welcome to the apology dinner. I'm a little worried about this.
1: Are you here to apologize to us? Or-
0: I mean, like, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> because apologizing is really, is really hard. That is what I've learned. First, we recapped what I had been doing for Elul. Every other thing that I've done has been, like, just me, which has just been prayer and then going into nature and talking to myself, which was on the podcast. Yeah. You can listen to that. Interesting. Yeah. So, Um, it's talking to God, not really myself. It did feel like myself a lot of times. It's kind of. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But now it's taking it out and, like, actually apologizing to my friends or, like, talking to my friends as a means of fixing my soul. And hardest thing, like... I realized I was procrastinating for this dinner. <laughs> I was like, "We'll do it this day. We'll do it the next day." And I like actually have to do it. So this is why we're here, and there's food. Mm. I talk to God mm. all the time. That's why I was like, "This is going to be easy, right?" No, and then really I hard did to it. Pen to paper. It's well, no, it's hard to put mouth to uh-huh. paper. Paper's well, okay, it's hard to put. It's hard to put like the words in mouth to words. <laughs> mouth, to words. Yeah. words to <laughs> mouth. it's hard to put words to, words to mouth. It's hard yes. to walk around and feel. Like, you can do what it is that you're doing, which is just talking. This is delicious. Thank you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Say louder for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Kylie's <laughs> food is so good, guys. We started out polite. Well, and just as a means of introduction, I should say, we've got Sarah here. We work together, right? We've got Paris here, who I know from, like, life around town. Joseph, I've known you for almost 10 years. Literally oh nine. nine. <laughs> nine years. Yeah. Yeah. it is really yeah. weird way to age ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pretty crazy, honestly. What I've found though is that apologies are really hard because I don't want to do. I don't want to do it. Like I don't want to admit to anything mm. and like say, "Hey, I did this," and like and relive it, owning that thing is a really hard step. And so I talked to Raviv about that, and he really made it feel more human. But it got me thinking about, part of the reason why we're all here is to talk about times that we apologize. I think, and this is what my mom told me this week, because I needed help with an apology. We put too much weight on the words, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, if it makes somebody else feel good, why not just say it? Like, why do you have to explain your actions? Just say sorry. It's hard. Does it, it's hard.
2: doesn't it make me feel good. I'd rather someone... Not
0: you. then.
2: Rather, someone explain to me why they're sorry, as opposed to. Well, like
0: I also think it's a, I, a loose term, though. Like, there's a lot of weight on it, but I think also it's thrown out a lot. Like, I know at work, I say apologies for the delay in response. Like, there are so many times where I just like throw it out there, and that's just kind of like courtesy. I don't know. It's like a please and thank you. Yeah, I feel like,
1: super triggered by the word apology. Like, an <laughs> apology comes up, I'm just like, oh my God, this is so scary. What do I have to apologize for? Yeah, I know. That's why I was I was like, do you have something to... Like, why did you pick us? Like, do you think we're... Yes. Either you think we're bad people or we're good people <laughs> or you <laughs> need to <laughs> apologize for why do I, I think you're
0: bad people? That we've had to give a lot of apologies. Oh. You know, oh. <laughs> I will genuinely say that if if I at any point in the time that I have known you in the three years, five years, ten years, whatever amount of time that I have known you have done anything that could have possibly made you for a second feel bad in any way or feel hurt in any way or, like, question yourself in any way. <laughs> hey, you can't laugh on I'm <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? And then we got Real.
2: I said, like, how could this be genuine?
0: Like, why couldn't it be genuine? Like, I, I truly, I cannot necessarily know the ways that I made you feel. And, and you can say maybe it's hitting on your own things or whatever, but I don't know. Maybe there was something that I did that you never said anything, so I'm never, I wasn't aware of it. And if at any point I ever did something, I do, like, genuinely from the bottom of my heart, apologize for that. And I, like, genuinely, genuinely mean that.
1: But at the same time, like, why would that make us feel better
0: because, because I don't know. Yeah. Because there's things that I did maybe that like. No, no, you no, that's exactly it to. that you I, don't know. I will say though that my saying that if I hurt you in any way, I deeply apologize feels really good. Like <laughs> that honestly like feels exactly. like a weight off. Because <laughs> it does. And I don't I don't know why exactly, but I think I think because I genuinely do mean it. After all of the apology talk it was time to talk about me. Well, is there any area where you're like, I feel like you could, I feel like there's some, there's an improvement that can be made here. Or, But is that an apology or or, is that an improvement? No, I'm saying that you guys have, like something that like, that I wasn't aware of that I can do better at in the year to come. Can you help me fix my soul? (laughs) (laughs) Look,
2: it's nothing that you need to apologize to me for because it's never really affected me. We've spoken about like how you people, like I just take who they are for a meeting. But I think you have a tendency of, I wouldn't call it a flakiness tendency. I would Mm. like you get really excited about something, go all in and then get other people really excited because that's who you are. And then you'll just like move on to the next and leave everybody else out in the lurches. So I would say to be more cognizant. If you get excited about something and I do this, actually I've realized it's about myself. So I, If I get excited about something, I actually wait a week before I act on it because I'm like, am I excited just in the moment or am I actually just like genuinely excited? I have tried to get rid of that impulsive attitude. I would say if you get excited about something, give it a day, give it two days, give it a week if you can. See if you're still excited about it. If you are, then it's probably real and then act on it and then take it day by day. Yeah. And then if it's not, then move on.
0: That's a real, that, this is an apology. Which is a, which is a tough apology because it's, it's apologizing for something that I struggle with, which is follow through and letting fear, not letting fear get the best of me. And so when it comes to something like bringing people into something that I like really believe in and really want to take places and really like took places, then fear comes into play and like makes it so hard to get past that it's something that I don't really communicate to people how like much fear impacts my life. (laughs) And I don't know if that's an, like if there's room to apologize for that, I guess. I think what, I think what the apology is, is not being forthright and kind of upfront with struggle and not trusting Mm -hmm. you or other people who are involved to be able to like help but instead like shouldering everything and just being like it's okay I've got it instead letting things kind of like fall because I didn't want anybody to know how much I struggled it's definitely part of the elbow work is like how do I be more aware of the things that I'm doing and also I think one of the things that I'm working on a lot is like how do I trust people more and and it's not actually people how do I trust myself more to be able to say like I'm doing this and I'm doing it well and I started this instead of being like I'm a screw up this is terrible and just feeling bad. And what ha- ends up happening is I just feel terrible. And I then, like, just keep it all to myself. And then I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's great, it's great, it's great. And then just don't actually say anything or do anything about it. And just, like, pretend that everything's fine. Mm-hmm, because I'd rather mm-hmm. seem like everything's fine than actually, like, Deal with to, like, reality. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Of things, like, being tough to figure out or just, like, not having it all together. I want to seem like, it, like I have it all together. And that, I think, probably impacts the people around me more than I realize.
2: And I apologize for that. <laughs> See, that's a genuine apology.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that And the, was old, good. And the was only genuine. way to get there actually was by the thing that I fear most, which is like somebody saying, "Hey, you did this." Vulnerability. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So thank you. There you <laughs> but go. it's really it's really like that's why she scary keeps you around. <laughs> here. In my head, the association is admitting to a weakness can lead people to like you less or to trust you less. Uh-huh. And I don't then want to let anybody know or apologize for anything because they don't want to admit to any weakness. Mm. Whoa, got that off my chest. <laughs> Even someone like Joseph, who you've known for almost
1: 10 years, I mean, yeah, I think he that knows I, you I And he's stuck around, like he's still your friend, you know? Yeah,
0: but maybe he just knows the front. That's like After, my thinking. <laughs> I think that for as long as I've
1: known you, and I haven't known you as long as the other people at this dinner table you have always been like a very thoughtful and always been a very introspective person Mm -hmm. and like really trying to like work on, like identify what you need to work on. I'm not sure how much I've seen like concrete change though in the behavior. Like, it's just, it's a lot of like, it's a lot of thinking and talking. And I actually, so I'm catching up on one of Tablet's other podcasts and you were on it and you were talking about how, you know, Generally, but like, you know, in the Jewish context, like, learning about mitzvot is not the point. The point is to actually do them. Yeah. (laughs) And so I feel like you, and so this is the loving part that you just get so caught up in your own thoughts sometimes and that you, like, almost like it's not on purpose. You just, like, forget to translate it into action sometimes. You know what I mean? It's,
0: yeah, it's partially true. I'll give it, I'll say there's some truth there. There's for sure some truth there. I think it's easier to focus on that because it's just,
1: it's abstract.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather <know laughs> keep it there than actually do it. Yeah. And I wait for the moments where I'm like, oh, I feel like this is a little different. But it's just like small moments where I see it. I know every like I, I know that I am acting better and differently. Oh, 100 percent But it can actually just be done instead of thought about. Exactly.
1: Yeah. It's time to just like do it and like be able to move on.
0: You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I really love that. I think, first of all, I'm really grateful to you guys for being a part of this tonight and for being a part of my process. I'm ready for this to become a Thursday night. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> ritual. Oh, you're like, no. Maybe like a once... once.
2: No, we should do this, though, like a different plate. Like, we should go to, like, the West Village and just post up at a bar.
0: And just a yes!
2: Set That's up the podcast. <laughs> okay.
0: I do want to say thank you guys. This is really... This Please has been a, a big a- part of... of fixing my soul and doing this work. It's the first time that I've ever done this. And so I'll just end by saying thank you I love you guys. I'm grateful for all of you. So that was brutal. This was by far the hardest week. While we talked, I was almost exhilarated. I thought I could totally do this with other people in my life. After my friends had left, however, the existence of the feedback I had just gotten kind of slapped me in the face. I started wondering, what else do people think? Who else thinks things like this about me? That was really hard. I was left with it spinning in my head before bed. Last episode, Raviv helped me see how this process of apologizing is there to help me be a better friend, a better family member, and a better member of my community. This episode, I was feeling the weight of actually having to do it. Keeping Raviv's perspective in mind while experiencing the LOL apology party was the key. My friend Sarah said it best, you have a dedicated group of loving friends who want to help and support you because they know the real you, not in spite of it. The people in my life give me feedback and accept my apologies with love and the spirit of chuva, return, and not anger and breaking connection. That's what it's all about. This experience also reminds me that things are not as big as they seem. I turned feedback and apologizing into a monster in my head, but it was really all about love. I might not necessarily get this all right away, Like Raviv said, it might take an Elul or two to process some information or be prepared to apologize for something. And that's okay. Next week, I'm trying something totally different. Next week, I'm ditching the work and just existing an Elul. I'm absorbing and seeing what it's like to do the work of Elul by doing nothing. Until next time, I'm Kylie Unell, and this is How to Fix a Soul in 30 Days. How to Fix a Soul in 30 Days is brought to you by Tablet Studios and is hosted by me, Kylie Unell. The show is produced by Leah Leibovitz and Josh Cross with help from Sara Friendman ader and Robert Scaramuccia. Please go rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps other people discover the show. For more information about this or any other of Tablet's podcasts, visit tabletmag.com slash podcasts. I'm done.